0: Welcome to the Distro One Podcast, episode 14. Hello and welcome and thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Here is another edition of RandomDistribution.com's flagship podcast covering everything of geek culture, cool t-shirts, artists from around the world, and more. And no, this, this isn't a John Cusack film, but it has been one crazy summer and also uh, a crazy fall as well, but we're back with a new episode. I, of course, am your co-host, Seth, the Franz Franzoli, and with me is always the illustrious... It's Justin. And, and we are here for another episode, and Justin, what do we have, uh, what do we have on deck today?
1: Uh, today, uh, coming up in the next half hour, we're going to be talking Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, but I think we're going to get a little bit old school on it first and just go Street Fighter.
0: I um, Yeah, the classic... Late 80s video game series, the iconic fighting series. Uh, also, we have a, a cool Street Fighter-themed t-shirt from opensky.com. But, uh, right, Justin, we are talking Street Fighter, the first half here. This is the the video game.
1: Well, I like to talk about how we got into Street Fighter. I mean, I have a, I have a little bit of a backstory myself. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and uh,
0: let you open that up. What got
1: you into Street Fighter?
0: Well, it was, I mean, it was always like, that was the classic fighting game. I mean, that that was the fighting series of growing up. Like late 80s, early 90s, that was, you know, the fighting game. And I know that my guy, my guy early on was Guile. I loved Guile. He had one of the best theme songs for his level at the, you know, the... the aircraft carrier slash, you know, military airport, you know, I, I remember that, And but for the, damn it, I couldn't get that back two seconds for the sonic boom, because it was that back two seconds, you know, forward, b- both punch buttons or something, for the sonic boom, I couldn't get the timing down, so I switched over to for uh, Sagat, you know, the Muay Thai giant, and I I was uh, trying to master his tiger uppercuts and tiger knees, but then Street Fighter, you know, two the new the new challengers came out, and then I and then of course you know I saw Phylong. so I always wanted to get good with Phylong, but I never could quite get it. So maybe sometime in the future I'll f- try to find a copy of a Street Fighter two the new the new challengers and take a crack at Phylong. But I know you have got a pretty. See, story here
1: I I, uh, I never I, I never played the first one until uh, much later on in life um, but uh, growing up one of the things that I would always do and uh, I think this is something that a lot of kids miss today is I'd go to the mall and go to the arcade um, you know and it was somewhere where I could just drop a couple quarters and play some games and just enjoy the the heck out of an afternoon and uh, Street Fighter was this game that you know, people would come up there and they'd set their quarter on the, you know, on the bottom of the screen indicating right. that they were next. And, uh, you know, it was something I could be competitive with. Uh, I could talk a little smack. Um, but actually, uh, I made a lot of friends playing that game. And, you know, to be honest with you, like most of my friends today, um, I'm, I met playing that game. And, uh, you know, so to this day, Street Fighter 2, I mean... Uh, It was, it's the game that like I made a lot of my friends with and uh, you know, so it's got a lot of fondness, uh, you know, in my heart and uh, you know, it was my first, uh, my first gaming system that was not an Atari uh, was the SNES. So of course, once you've got an SNES, you've got to get your hands on Street Fighter 2 and then Street Fighter 2 Turbo and then you learn all the cheat codes and next thing you know, you're, you're playing Hyper Fighter in 10 star mode. Um, You know, it was a... it was really fun um you know it was it was a good time and uh, you know i made a lot of friends that way
0: yeah yeah that was back i mean that was back years ago though too like they don't really have that now with like the arcades i think though that's kind of a dying breed now anymore but yeah you throw the quarter up there you get that i mean everybody's uh, then like even the uh yeah the well going into some trivia now this is we try to keep things a little informative here on the uh, on the show, and we were re- doing the research for the episode, and wasn't it like Justin like the Street Fighter II, the original version for the NES? Now what was uh what was some of that that we well, discovered? Well,
1: Street Fighter II, uh, uh, of the original um, SNES or the SNES um, was Capcom's best-selling games. Still, as of 2008, yeah. um, I'm not sure what the, the marketing and research numbers are today, as of 2014, but uh, I bet it's still up there. I mean, some of the numbers we were seeing was like $1.5 billion yeah. in sales for yeah. Street Fighter.
0: There, was, there were some pretty big numbers going in. It just that one game alone for Capcom was just the cash cow, too. And uh, it sparked a
1: lot of, like different crossovers. I mean, it was so popular that other games wanted to be associated with it. So, I mean, you had, like, all, like, Darkstalkers and, like, all of these other, you know, uh, game crossovers. Um, and then it's even gotten to the point where there are cross-platform. Um, Tekken X Street Fighter is a, is a game that's out there now. And I mean... Those are two like gaming giants that were you know at each other's throats back in the day. Right. That um you know their game is so popular that they you know that they want to share. Uh, it's it's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially with like you were saying you, with with the uh, Street Fighter X Tekken that came out a few years ago. But the, there is there is a Tekken X Street Fighter in the works, right? Yeah.
1: Um. At, at least uh. As of last check, there was a Tekken uh, X Street Fighter where. They're gonna take the Street Fighter characters and uh, migrate them into the Tekken, uh, you know, the Tekken platform and style of fighting, so that you get an opportunity to kind of like play Street Fighter characters with uh, that Tekken um, combo methodology and like wow. grappling and throws and you know just a, a different, uh, you know, a, a different way of playing those characters.
0: I think it'll be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I could, I couldn't really imagine with the popularity and like the. The combos and with could you imagine Rayu with counter throws?
1: Oh my goodness, <laughs> he would be fantastic. <laughs> you know, and and if, if if we're gonna talk about it, I might as well say like, uh, you know, you mentioned that you know you started out playing Guile. He was probably your favorite character, right? Um, you know, I played Ryu. I mean, I played Ryu exclusively.
0: Yeah, you were a big yeah, you were a huge Ryu player. Uh, yeah,
1: you know, and uh, it just when you mastered certain of his techniques you, you you know you felt like you could pretty much be invincible i mean
0: now did you ever uh, go go with any did you in the in the later games did you ever try like like dark rayu like oh, you would I, uh,
1: I would uh you know i played around with like the uh, you know the different colored outfits and things like that uh, i cuz i enjoyed uh, you know i i enjoyed that that character um and uh it, you know, the even like his backstory had a little bit of a dark side to it. Like, you know, the credits would roll after you beat the game. Right. And it'd be like an onward stocks the warrior or something to that effect, <laughs> yeah. you know. Just going out to prove that like, you know, he was the toughest fighter in the world, which is you know, that's pretty interesting. Uh yeah, that's yeah, a it, you know that's what he does. He just goes and fights people.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's what do radio. you do for a
1: living? Fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. He travel the world with the, with the whole Street Fighter thing too. That he, you know, you travel. You know, you have- I was a
1: huge fan of the the Street Fighter Turbo um, because I like the Street Fighter Two Turbo, excuse me, because I like that um, that hyper fighting mode where you know you would do this like down R up L back. Uh, left right up down start or something that I can't even remember what it is it was so long ago but um, you know it was a typical Capcom-esque code right and you put that in and instead of the one two and three stars of turbo you would end up with ten stars available to you in turbo where all the movements were that much faster all the techniques were that much faster and you know and it was it was a you know really dynamic change at that time for you know for fighting games for them to be you know, for it to be that fast.
0: Right, right. And it's interesting that you mention Street Fighter 2 Turbo because that was a, there was a certain hidden character. Uh, There's a certain, a certain almost kind of hidden character. I wouldn't know, maybe, maybe some people would say a boss, but that, and that hidden character would be? oh
1: That that was the, that was the first appearance of Akuma in the games was in the, uh, you know, in the Street Fighter 2 Turbo. And um, if I remember correctly, like you'd have all the characters on the screen, and then you know you could you could scroll through them. But if you scrolled off of the the character selection screen, it was like to the right or to the left. You could actually select this character that was you know not visible on the screen initially.
0: Um, it was pretty cool. Cool, yeah, that, and, and of course Akuma with the beads and you know the the dark hado and all that he became pretty popular himself and that was kind of like a kind of rivalry there with the storyline with Rayu and Akuma, you know, who's better and all that. So
1: And and we're going to actually get into a little bit more of that backstory um when we get into the main topic. Um so I think at this time we wanted to talk a little bit uh about our uh,
0: t-shirt of the month. T-shirt of the month. That's a and what and what uh what a street world a warrior would uh would be remiss without a uh, cool T-shirt. So uh, what do we got on deck for the T-shirt of the month? Um, well, we found a we found a T-shirt on uh,
1: OpenSky, which uh, is the first time I've actually been to that website. Uh, I was kind of you know kind of impressed with like the simplicity uh, and the layout of their you know of their site. And, uh, you know, the, you know, kind of the ease of navigation. And then I found this really simple shirt. It's, you know, three blocks, um, with different hand, sing- uh, signal- uh, signals in them. Wow, I can't talk today. Um, <laughs> one of them, you know, the rock, the other one, the paper, and the last one, Hadouken. Screw scissors.
0: Yes. Yes. You have the, the two, uh, your palms, your palms touching and the Hadouken motion as you're channeling your, uh. Chief force so and
1: uh, it uh, they have some availability where like you know it's not just like one stock shirt you're not like locked into the only uh you know the only color or whatever you can choose different you know different colors to have the design printed on and uh so yeah check them out opensky.com we'll have some uh links in the in the show notes so that you can go and take a look at the uh the t-shirt of the month
0: yeah that and that is correct and also honorable mention we wanted we wanted the shirt but it, it was the Fight Night from the Capcom store, but we were getting the server error tonight. Shame, shame, Capcom. And Justin, what was that one?
1: Um, so they had, it was called Fight Night, and it was Balrog versus Vega. Um, and it was laid out like a fight flyer where, you know, the, the old ad-
0: boxing, the old, yeah, the turn of the century boxing. Like, kind of The thing.
1: old like screen printed style, like old school fight flyers. Um, we really wanted that one. Um, we were hoping that, you know, by the end of the, you know, by the time we were finished with all the show prep that, that, that we wouldn't get that server error. And the irritating thing was it was the only shirt on the site that was giving the server error. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So who knows, maybe it was because uh, it was one of those uh, images that was linked in Google Images and maybe they, you know, they, they changed the, you know, they try to change it around so that they weren't getting a, you know, a bandwidth draw from, from Google image searches and things like that. Who knows, but uh, we wanted to, uh, we really wanted that shirt, but this one came in a nice, nice round second place.
0: Nice. Um, Nice. Yeah. so So open sky, good job. And all the artists, artists or artists involved. Cool shirt. Definitely check it out. Open Sky will have the link link in the show notes. Distro 1 approved. Yes, thumbs up. It's all right. We are coming back. Second part, we were talking about the video game series, but I know, Justin, you turned me on to this one. We were waiting. We were chomping at the bit to talk about this web series because from the first episode, it was absolutely incredible. With the, the budget and the effects, the acting, the casting, this was extremely well done. And there was a kind of like a, a build-up to the actual multi-episodic series. But how did how did the... And, and I'm talking about the live-action series, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist. But what was the genesis of all of this? Um, so...
1: What we found in, in our research and, uh, you know, I stumbled upon when I was, you know, browsing their site and, you know, kind of I just was super interested in, uh, you know, where this thing came from. And uh, there were two guys that did a short, um, like a short film, um, Joey Ansa and Christian Howard. Um, and those guys did a Street Fighter Legacy short um, and it went on to YouTube and it got Almost like 5 million hits yeah. um, as of the time of our research. It was like 4994 or something. Um, so it was incredibly popular. And, you know, that popularity, um, you know, kind of spawned this, hey, like, we've got something here. And then, you know, there were some people that got interested in it. And next thing you know, this, this web sensation is like, hey, we need to do something with this and, you know, get some backers and start. Sp- Start filming and it, it you know and they have a great great product yeah and i found it completely you know by accident um you know sometimes i uh i get the bug to just try something new and so uh on my xbox uh, i'm flipping through and i saw this new app called machinima and i open up machinima and i was like street fighter assassin's fist interesting so i click on it and I'm I'm watching it and I get partially through the first episode and I was like, I have to turn this off because it's so good. I need to share it and watch it with with the Franz. Yeah, that's right. So he uh, he
0: did say that, ladies and gentlemen. So
1: I paused it and uh, next time uh, I saw Franz, I was like, dude, we got to watch this. We've got to, we let's get some time down and let's watch this. And uh, I think the first night that we sat down to watch it, we watched. Probably half of the webisodes.
0: Yeah, it was pretty much half the series in one sitting. Like we were binge watching it because uh, the with a lot of the web series out, uh, going from even uh, f- throughout the last couple of years, like like Legend of Neil, the Guild, uh, things like that. Like there was about certain episodes. It'd be five five to to ten minutes long. They're not they're not you know half hour hour long episodes. So and they. And the editing is just on point where it ends right at that cliffhanger. It's like, well, I gotta watch the next one. And
1: yeah, and and I, I love the I I love the webisode um, sort of approach to it because they're just little bite-sized nuggets of awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't hurt that the the locations at like the dojo and the the landscape photography and just. The characters, the casting was all extremely well done.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's throw some names around here from the cast. Uh, you know, we have a couple of main characters, and we'll call them out. We've got Gotetsu, we've got Ken, we've got Ryu, um, we've got Akuma, we've got Goken. Um, so, you know, those are the those are the main characters of this series. Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it essentially starts kind of like with the first with the first season, and I I. Pray to God, please guys make a second season of this. Uh, that the first scene is is essentially Ryu and Ken training under their master. That's essentially what the series entails.
1: Yeah so and, the, and the initial episodes open up. they're doing the training um, and they're not doing any of the the Hado training. They're just doing you know traditional you know master to student martial arts training. Um, none of the you know the mystical Hado training,
0: right? Right. Um, they they've got the the calisthenics and the running and the, all that. Just you know, and the, the punching
1: and the kicking, right? Right. <laughs> uh, and the throws. I mean, I mean, who you would be uh, you know remiss to leave out the fact that you know Ken and Ryu have that over the shoulder throw and that right. uh, Ken has the double roll throw where he right. like, grabs you and like, rolls right. twice and tosses you. Yeah,
0: and um, the, the, yeah, and, and it was the. <sighs> And it was also the attention to detail to the original game. Like, when they're both standing there, getting ready to fight, they have their dukes up, and it looks like a Street Fighter game.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like, they're bouncing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, you know, like, the way their arms are moving, and, the you know, the way they're they're moving by their chest, and, like, they're bouncing on... It, it looks like a, the intro to a Street Fighter fight, where yeah. Ken and Ryu are going to go toe-to-toe.
0: Right, right. And it was... And the costuming, like I know with uh, like Christian Howard's uh, Ken outfit, of course he has the red gi, but he, he's got this blonde hair. Now, looking at it, you can tell it's a wig, granted, but damn it, if he does not look like Ken when he's standing there with the dog, because it's the... Especially the profile, like when you catch the profile shot, right, you're just right. like... Holy crap! That's
1: Ken. He Walked right out of the game.
0: He did. He did. Like Christian Howard could be Ken for real. Ken Masters is walking around by the name of Christian Howard. Like I'm, I'm serious. Because you, you look, you can see the wig, but he's got like the like more of the, uh, later games or even the even the anime or manga style. Like he's got like the long pulled back into the ponytail blonde hair. But if they both don't look like man, yep.
1: And so their master is Gotetsu. Um, He's uh, played by Togo Iagawa. We've got Goken, who is... um, You'll later on find out in the story. He is like the master's friend and rival. Um, He's played by Akira Koyama. Um, And then Ken, obviously Christian Howard. Um, Ryu is Mike Moe. And then we've got Akuma played by Joey Ansa I I'm having a difficult Anse, time with I'm that saying, last on, name Ansa yeah we
0: apologize Joey uh but but yeah and it and it was I was really kind of surprised like almost kind of uh, like going back to even like the flash premiere when they would do like they were doing like the reverse flash right out of the gate like I'm surprised like with the training of Rayu and Ken that they would just go right into because we don't want to, you know, we don't want to spoil anything, but we kind of you but kind you're of get some spoilers. Yeah, a little, a little. But you, they kind of go into the genesis story of Akuma and where he comes from and where the beads come from and all this, and it's actually pretty interesting that they, they would go just kind of right out, of, right out of the gate into the Akuma story. So,
1: yeah, it, it, and. I thought it was a very, uh, very good turn, and it really opens up. I mean, because the game has all of these, you know, references to a, a backstory between Ken and Ryu, a backstory between Ryu and Akuma, and the 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 this series really ties that up, and 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 kind of ties it all together. And they do just a, a just a fantastic job of. Not ruining, you know, those romantic, you know, versions of the, you know, the Ken and Ryu backstory that, you know, you created from that little snippet at the end of the game.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Because that was one of those things that, too. For me, I know a lot of people that, you know, they're not playing the game, especially fighting games for the story. But it was those little tweaks. I mean, that's what I I did appreciate back, you know, in the late 90s when, you know, Justin turned me on the Tekken and even with Street Fighter like i like the little nuances where sagat's scar on his chest came from the Sh- ryu's Sharukan uppercut like those little things like are kind of a th- a big deal cuz you kind of got like they've got a little rivalry there too so
1: yeah like and having those having those backstories um you know it it gives you i mean as 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 someone who's a uh, you know an an avid fighting fighting game player like It gives you some, you know, a little bit of smack to talk when you're playing against someone who's playing one of those characters, like, oh, I'm gonna put a scar on the other side, you know, like, yeah, yeah, you know, a little bit, a little bit of smack talk,
0: right, right. So yeah, so I mean, it's like, and and the series also does very well, which I am, we're not, uh, up on the budget. We not, we're not really sure in our research. We didn't quite, (coughs) we didn't quite find the initial budget they had for the episodic series, but. The special effects—I was surprised how well done those were. For- Absolutely. Like
1: um, again, I—I I don't know what the budget was, um, but I can tell you, uh, they did a great job. Whether they had a high budget or a low budget, it was just really well done. Um, all of the all of the filming was excellent. Like uh, you know, the the angles they chose for the shots um you know the the locations that they chose for yeah, some of these things it's a big
0: location are fantastic yeah it is like this this you know a dojo in the middle of nowhere and just with the with of course they have the the wire work and the pulley systems or uh not exactly up on the Well, the crane work on the the shuriken they, I mean they actually launch into the air and like and the and you can see them channeling their chi for the for the Hadoukans and it's really really well done and they really did a great job like
1: all uh, across the board really. There is this fantastic scene and um, where they are learning the Hadou, um, you know that's the the ability to like focus that internal energy, and they're doing the Akuma stance from the game as part of the kata for this thing right and you're just and they're they're up on their toes and you're just like that's the Akuma stance that's from the game
0: yeah yeah they have like that's what we were saying from like the standing with with the with the bouncing with the fists and like the Akuma stance and they get on their tiptoes just it's just like Akuma yeah the attention to detail is just incredible we can't we
1: can't say good enough things about it
0: right right so we okay we have really Really talk this up, I guys definitely check it out. You can check it out at the uh, Machinima app. You um, can
1: f- they have the website StreetfighterAssassinsFist dot com.
0: Yes, yes, check check it out there. Um, you can find them on Facebook, find them on Twitter. They do they do post a lot of uh, behind the scenes stuff and different uh, reviews and interviews on their Facebook page. So definitely look f- look for them there. It's a it's great and. Uh, we can't speak highly enough. Street Fighter Assassin's Fist, definitely give it a, give it a look. Any f- action fans, f- Street Fighter fans, martial arts fans would definitely get a kick out of this. Um, and I'd also like to say, what are we going to talk about next, Franz? You know what? On the next episode, uh, we are looking at a game that is uh, in within our friend group, very near and dear to their hearts. And I know you've... Uh, uh, was, uh, or an avid player, and you wanted to talk about this, there's the, uh, new expansion for World of Warcraft, yes, we are getting around to doing a World of Warcraft episode, and this, is we're kind of talking about the new expansion, Warlords of Draenor, and please, WoW fans, if I mispronounce that, please correct me, but also going back into the original episode here, let us know. Let us know your Street Fighter memories, your favorite play your favorite characters to play. Drop us a line. Distro1 at random distribution.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Where else?
1: Um we've got a Google Voice Line, 412-204-7180. <clears throat> um you can find like like you said, uh, Twitter, Facebook. You can stalk the crap out of us.
0: Yeah, please do. Please do. And you find us on Tumblr. We post all the... Uh, we throw an MP3 player for the shows there on our Tumblr site. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher. If you like what you hear, uh, hit the subscribe button. If you have a few seconds, leave a, some positive comments on iTunes. Let us know if you like the show or what you want to hear us talk about. Uh, we really appreciate everybody and also speaking of appreciating people i just want to throw a little shout out because I, I said i would to a, there's a couple of new guys couple of new listeners out there we have uh, and those two guys are matt speamer that's the uh, el toro and uh the speam engine himself and john the beast morrissey i really appreciate you guys taking the chance and listening to us and even talking us up around to other people so word of mouth is the best advertising so thank you guys
1: So thank you guys and uh just one last plug um franz and i will be at the pittsburgh pod camp it's a cool little event and uh next show or next couple of shows we might have some uh you know might have some information talk about that a little bit yeah great thanks everyone
0: okay man we'll see you next time